0: You are listening to Justice for All, a podcast about law, sports, entertainment, and more. Justice for All is hosted by Philadelphia super lawyers Josh Scarpello and Pierre Latour.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands
0: together for Josh Scarpello! Welcome back, everybody. This is Josh Scarpello, uh, Justice for All podcast. We're podcasting um, this Friday afternoon, and we are pleased to be joined uh, by Brandy Millis. Uh, She is the owner of Train with Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I.com. She's a personal trainer and wellness wellness consultant. Um, And full disclosure, Brandy is... Yours truly, Josh Garpello's personal trainer. As I make it my goal to lose weight and be able to fit into my suits again once this quarantine <laughs> is over. Welcome You're
2: to your way. You are on your way.
0: Welcome to the podcast, Brandi Millis. All
2: right. Well, hello.
0: Brandy, we um we wanted we wanted to feature more uh, ladies um and female opinions on the podcast because as my wife has told me, you know not everybody really agrees with you on a lot of things, and I what to... really yes and and they said and she she also said this Pierre people even less people agree with Pierre. That's my role. Right. So she wanted a more cop of the podcast. You serve that role. Well, I think you have a lot of talent for that kid, but we have to have more reason on this show or else we just become too, you know, too far out to one side or another. And that's why we have Brandy. But Brandy, we wanted to feature you today. You're a business owner. Um, You have your own, uh, obviously your own business, your training business. How did that start up? How did you get involved in that?
1: So after finishing up playing, I was a basketball player, played in college, and then went a year overseas, Um, came back and got a job with an entertainment company doing corporate events and loved the job. I really enjoyed it. Um, But after my second child, I knew there was something I wanted to do on my own. Um, And I've always been just into working out and getting in shape and The fit was just right and uh, did some research and knew that I didn't want to just spend a couple weeks online getting a certification. I really wanted to be able to finish and build a company um, and feel good about the knowledge and expertise of my training. So I went back to school full time for six months and and got my certification and things just fell into place after that.
0: Were you doing that type of work for the corporate clients before you went out on your own? Like, were you training people there?
1: I wasn't i I was doing I was actually planning events. So oh, okay, working out on my own, coaching, um, but nothing to do with personal training as far as um, me being the trainer. I definitely had trainers in the past, which inspired me to become a trainer.
0: Were you working out with somebody? at the time that you decided to go out, I mean, was, or you don't need a a personal trainer, I guess. Right.
1: Well, it's funny. I, I, as a trainer, I think the biggest thing that, um, helps clients relate to me and and me being able to relate to them, I've been in their position. You know, a lot of people look at trainers who look like they're in shape and they're runners and they have, um, all the energy in the world. But I still struggle every day as far as getting the motivation to get up and do it. I, m- my husband will attest to the fact that if I don't do it, uh, no one wants to be around me. So that is my motivation to keep me happy, and um, especially in this situation. But, um, but for the most part, I yes, I have had trainers in the past. I do enjoy working out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I love the variety of exercises and workouts that other people will bring um, to the gym. So um, I am all for And now, you know, as a trainer, you'd think, oh, she doesn't need one. And I don't have one now, but I definitely have friends who are trainers. And um, we constantly are talking about different ideas and things that we do with
2: our clients.
0: Well, uh, first of all, yeah, you- I, I, sorry, go ahead, Pierre.
2: I was going to ask, um, so you went back to school, so you're certified. What exactly does that entail? What's the difference between like a certif- somebody who's certified and not?
1: Well, just, I mean, I have 500 hours of hands-on experience in the gym, and I also took um, six months of in-the-classroom anatomy and uh, mm-hmm. nutrition. We had 200 hours of nutrition. So, you know, there are courses out there that somebody can really sort of cram into something and different types of certification, but through MPTI, which is the National Personal Training Institute, they, I knew I wanted to go to school. I didn't want to do something online where I would just look at videos and pictures. I actually, out of the six months, you are in the gym as a um, client from the previous class, and then you become the trainer of the class coming in. So every three months they switch it which is great because by the time I was done, I had already been training somebody for three months, you know, different people for three months. So you really jump right into it and feel confident about what you're doing.
0: Uh, that's one of the and things so I like you about, offer- you know, that's one of the things I, I like about working out with you really. And again, what we we're talking about before we started is that I just like having a coach that knows what she's doing. Um, and I wish I, I really wish I trained more like this when I was a, when I was an athlete, when I was young. <laughs> Because all the core <laughs> stuff that we do, I never did any of that stuff. I told my wife, I'm like, I was 18 years old. I had a bad back. I was on a varsity basketball team. And yep. I just, I was like, I, was, you know, I, I didn't think like I needed to do any of that stuff. I was so stupid. But that's what's nice about training with Brandy. She really is smart, knows the body, knows the muscles. And um, you're getting really sound, not just great motivation, but really sound instruction.
2: And, yeah, and you yeah. offer both, is it both, you know, physical training as well as nutritional training?
1: I give nutritional guidance. I do not have my tr- nutritional certification. So, um, I, you know, I definitely help people stay on track if that's something that they would like me to do. I have found accountability really is key. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, um, if you're able to, quote, report to somebody or at least check in and um, keep it consistent, it helps people stay on track because everyone's gonna go off track. everyone
0: right. Um, right. No, absolutely. And that was one of the questions I had for you. Um, it, has your business had to change? It sounds like you're still seeing clients. Are you seeing how have you adapted to being not being able to see people face to face? because in case you don't know, um, Brandy has a fantastic uh, on site location where I would normally work out with her. Um, but that's been closed down because of the quarantine, right? That hasn't been lifted for you yet, has it?
1: Yeah, back in early March when it really started to hit, um, my kids' school was actually one of the first school districts to close. So when that happened, I was really torn about whether or not to stay open. And I remember one night sitting at my computer, I think I wrote four emails within... 12 hours of, um, of the day. First it was, I'm just gonna see, you know, a couple people throughout the day. Then I'm going to just shut down this. And I just kept changing my mind and then realized, you know what, I, I just have to do what's right. Yeah. And, um, and I decided to shut the gym, um, which is in my home. Actually, we have a full, um, fully equipped gym in my basement. It's so that was
0: it's like, a, you wouldn't believe the size of it.
1: But it's um, but it's it, so it was a situation where I'm going to bring people in, expose my family to different people. And I just realized, you know what, I can't do this. Um, and for anyone who knows me, I am I am not a big fan of technology and screen. I like on <laughs> face to face. So for me to take on that, um, that challenge was was a huge step way out of my comfort zone but at the same time, I did know my clients were depending on me to at least offer something um, that would keep them going. So, um,
0: how has the response been? How has the response been from your clients?
1: It's been good. I will say, I um, I usually see about fifty-five to sixty people a week. So there was definitely a little bit of drop off. A lot wow. of drop off in the beginning. People, I think people thought this would last one or two weeks, yeah. and you know they'll take a nice break and then get back into it. And as time has gone by, I get more and more calls um, saying, "Okay, I'm ready." You know, in the beginning, I think everyone was like, "I'm going to walk every day, and I'm going to eat healthy, and I'm going to do this, <laughs> do that." They all had this grand plan. Yeah. And it worked for a while, and then it started, um, they started realizing they needed, again, the accountability and the structure for their oh, life. Yeah. Too.
0: yeah. And yeah. can I say this too? I, I've i said this to Brandy, I mean, I, I selfishly. It's just, I. It's, it's something I look forward to during the week, even though it is working out, and I'm not as, I don't really look, look forward to working out. Brandy's so great, especially now more than ever, having something on your schedule For a half hour, human contact with somebody else, and you're doing something that's, you know, good for you. It's really beneficial, and it's really something I look forward to. Uh,
2: How do you How do you find Josh best responds? Do you Do you scream at him, or are you more like encouraging? (laughs)
1: Absolutely, you gotta scream at him. Yes.
2: (laughs) I figured that's how. Yeah, I I figured lots of yelling was the way to go with Josh.
0: You know what? Uh, Wolf uh, Wolf (laughs) identified Brandy's gym early on because of the amount of sweat that I leave on her floor, he thought that it would really be very, especially dangerous to let people, I mean, I have to be the sweatiest client that you have, right?
1: You're, you're definitely up there, Josh. I will give you that. Yes, I will give you that. <laughs> he promotes my business well when uh, I can send a picture of him at the end of a workout, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, especially with the hair. I should do a, a before shot of my hair all combed, and then I'll show you my morning because I usually work out with Brandy at seven now. And I'm, you know, not surprisingly, kind of rolling out of bed, and I look it when I'm on the screen. Um, and then to the be finished all worn out it's, it it paints quite the picture um okay real quick because i want to make sure that we get the quiz brandy if you're a couch potato or have been inactive give somebody what, what tips do you have for people out there people out there because now they're saying june 4th in philadelphia and the in the region you got another month to really maybe give yourself a boot camp or a jump start what what do you have any tips
1: I will definitely say now that the weather is getting nicer, there's nothing better than just getting some fresh air. If you're a beginner, just take one walk around one block. I mean, that's it. You know, just start slow. I, I, and I tell the, this to people all the time. Don't get this grand old plan to go seven days a week, twice a day. You know, don't over um, overextend yourself. You really need to start small small steps and work your way up. Yeah. Um, you can do some really basic exercises, um, whether it's just body weight squats and push-ups and crunches, just to start off. Um, and then as you get more comfortable, adding more exercises. But um, just being able to move and do something um is really important. And the fresh air will definitely help emotionally and physically.
0: Do you find, I mean, I don't know where this is a great question. Do you, is there, Pierre and I were talking about steps before we started. Is like, there a goal for like a, an adult to reach, you know, each day, 5,000, 10,000.
1: You know, yeah. When they come up with all these different, um, numbers, I always say every single body is different. every, every person responds to different things, nutrition-wise as well. You know, you can find a diet or an exercise program that will fit what you want to, um, to have. You know, there are ones out there, eat more fat, eat less carbs, eat more carbs, eat less fat. Um, so, and you have professionals who will give this advice. So there's no one way. Um, I really, the nice thing, I will say that I don't train one way. I really personalize to each client because I know for myself, somebody can enjoy the type of exercises that I do, but that's not necessarily going to connect with somebody else. So I really try and learn what people enjoy and what they don't. And that doesn't mean I'm not gonna take you out of your comfort zone. You know, don't tell me you don't like push-ups, just so you don't have to <laughs> push <laughs> But with that said, I do want to people
0: Stop looking people, at me when you say that, Brandy. Right.
1: <laughs> I want people leaving a workout, feeling good, energized, and more fit when than when they started and um and that that definitely will help with the moods, staying inside and uh, feeling like you can't do anything.
0: Well, I look, i I definitely recommend it. I've never worked out in a personal, I don't know where the brandy knew this. I've never worked with a personal trainer. i'm forty seven, and it's just been great. It's just been uh, motivation and knowledge and training and that coach and that friend and that person that really, you know it's not fun at the beginning, but it <laughs> feels very good when you're done. You know. Well,
1: and especially when you see the rewards of it, I yes. mean, you've put in the work, Josh. You really have. Don't down uh, downplay that. It it takes more than just the twice a week that I get to see you. You're doing stuff on your own that can only lead to getting in shape. So
0: Well, I'm afraid yeah. if I weigh in and I'm and I'm heavier. I mean, be full disclosure. I mean, it <laughs> More if,
2: yelling.
0: Pierre doesn't notice, but Brandy <laughs> keeps like a log of, well, she does it for clients. So she knows what my weight is every week, and yes, I'm kind of worried that if I if I report right. I'm higher, well, that next week's uh, re- you know workout is going to be you know sort of painful.
2: But isn't that is that the honor system? Or are you reporting your own weight? I am
0: the, 100%. I, I am the. And honor he's system. been
1: honest. He has been <laughs> honest.
0: <laughs> yes, it's a whole ritual, but I do the same thing every time. Same scale. It's been va- validated. Do we cheat him in hell and all that stuff? Okay. Uh, A couple more questions since we have our our Mother's Day quizzo. if you can join us for a few minutes for that, that should only take a couple minutes. You think you got a few more minutes, Brandy? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Before we start that, you are a mother or you you have three boys. Are they planning anything special for you that you know, or is it always a, a surprise?
1: It's always such a wonderful plan. All I ask is that we have a fun day, do something outside in the morning get that over with, and then just no fighting. And it lasts till about, I don't know, what do you say, 11 o'clock in the morning and we're back to brotherly, brotherly bickering. But um, no, my kids are great. They really, um, they're just, they've been amazing throughout this whole thing. They really, they always roll with the punches. and, um, And like I said, if we get a bike ride in or something fun outside, I'm a happy mom.
0: Now, I put this on the list of questions that I sent to you, um, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, what is, a, you know, asking for a friend, what is a good Mother's Day gift for, like, somebody to give, say, his wife, if they haven't already right. gotten let's, something?
2: Let's just assume that you <laughs> haven't done any shopping for your wife at all two days before Mother's Day. What would be a great gift again? Yeah, you know, so- this is really not a cop-out, but I
1: don't, I'm not a huge gift person if my husband writes a nice letter to me card just saying how much he appreciates um the effort i put in as a mom i really it makes my my day um and he has given me some some nice gifts but um but for the most part the the card is is what matters to me i don't even need flowers um the card makes makes a difference
2: Oh. you're 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 you too easy I think I'm in
0: trouble I need something more than a car I know look I you're, put you're, up me
2: for the last eight
0: weeks by the way right neither one of us <laughs> believes that answer it does not have to ring the truth <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> good
2: luck
1: good luck gentlemen
0: okay well finally before we move to quiz and Brandy's been a wonderful guest thank you again Brandy mm-hmm. for joining us
1: yes. well, thanks for having
2: me
0: I know your mother you're going to try to get together or have a See by or drive by or some sort of interaction for Mother's Day. But hopefully, she'll be listening to this podcast. You want to say happy Mother's Day or any message to your mother?
1: Of course, of course. Um, I was one of four children, I was the only daughter. Um, I had three brothers, and I, this just happened yesterday. Throughout the years since I've become a mom, I have called my mom on numerous occasions to apologize um for things that i put her through it and i was a good kid i definitely was but um just as a mom and the relationship um that you have with your daughter your children um my kids have definitely challenged me in many ways and i can see how i could have possibly challenged my mom as well so i uh I- thank her throughout the years of what she did and how she raised me but she uh, she's always been so supportive um, in everything that I've done and um, and she knows but I, I truly love her and thank her for everything that she has done as a mom wow.
2: that's a great idea I think maybe for my mother's day gift to my wife maybe I'll just apologize to her for all the awful things that I've done <laughs> over the- there you go <laughs>
0: Well, from what I've seen, um, she has, uh, your mother did a fantastic job, Brandy. She has a lot to be proud of. Um, and I, I want to end it with that sentiment. If we have time now, we'll move on to a brief quiz. And then we will uh, wrap up the segment with uh, Brandy Millis, Train with Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I.com, personal training, wellness Just a fantastic trainer, motivator, um, great coach. Uh, We go on to the quizzo. The rules are simple, but I'll explain them anyway. Brandy versus Pierre, and Brandy, I got to tell you, I know you're very competitive. Pierre is has really his all time has about a sixty percent win winning percentage here, maybe higher.
2: Higher than it's higher than sixty
0: percent. I don't know. He's older than he looks, so maybe that's he just has acquired a lot more knowledge than us. But whatever. Uh, you're forewarned. There's five questions and only five because any more is unnecessary. The theme of our quizo is the last dance. The first four questions I will ask, you will just write down your response or keep it in your mind or whatever you like. But do not repeat. Do not shout it out, no matter how excited you may be. Then we will reveal, and then we will go to the final quizo. Each point is worth 10 points unless I tell you it's worth more points or less points. And there are bonus questions within the questions. Question number one. Theme, The Last Dance, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, superstar basketball player, Chicago Bulls, is associated with number 23. However, after returning from retirement in 1995, he briefly wore this number. He briefly wore this number. When I say briefly, he wore it all year, and then there's a nice story. He changed it in the playoffs. He changed it in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, as a bonus, in addition to those two numbers, and 23 you know, one other time in his NBA career, Michael Jordan was forced to wear another number. It was an emergency number that the, that the, that the Bulls had. What was it that he wore? Back in 1990, February 1990, on the road against the Magic. What number? All right. I know. Well, you know, everybody's got a chance on these. Question number two, also Michael Jordan-related. In 1982, Michael Jordan, playing for uh, North Carolina, hit the game-winning shot versus Georgetown. Um, That famous jump shot that you've probably seen. That was not the last play of that game. Freddie Brown of Georgetown, coming over half court, famously threw the ball away to Michael Jordan's teammate to seal the game. This teammate went on to be a part of the Showtime Lakers. Who was he? Okay. Question number three. Michael Jordan's middle name is... Blank. He does have a middle name. I don't mean to imply that he doesn't have a middle yeah, name.
2: Yeah, but I didn't even know he had a middle name. He does. Oh, okay.
0: He might have named one of his sons after the same. I'm not sure. Okay, question number four. In nineteen eighty nine, the Eastern Conference playoffs, Michael Jordan hit that famous game five winner in Cleveland, pumping the fist. To win it. And then they come back, I think. they that was, a game, that was a series. Yeah, they won the series on that.
2: Yeah, it was to win the series, yeah.
0: Who was guarding him?
2: Who was guarding him or who was supposed to be guarding him?
0: Well, if you saw The Last Dance, you know the answer to both <laughs> questions. <laughs> or
1: who, if we saw The Last Dance and just have no memory.
0: <laughs> who was guarding him and who was supposed to be guarding him? Just put either answer, uh, Brandy. There's a chance you may get bonus questions or, or credit for whatever you put down. That's always my 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 advice. That's a toughie. I do remember that guy. That's go you know. That's going back to my high school I days. I
1: remember that in the show, and I, I remember the moment. And I I'm so bad with names, but okay. Oh yeah, ahead. I'm
0: not great with the names either. But I remember that dude. All right, review reveal time. Question number one: Michael Jordan, associated of course with number twenty three. However, he retired, as you remember, to play baseball. Right, Pierre
2: retired. Right, in air quotes.
0: Air quotes. He came back and he wore this number. What was it? Let's go to Brandy Millis. I,
1: I'm gonna guess eight. Number,
0: number eight, eight it is wasn't. incorrect. Pierre for the steal.
2: Forty-five.
0: Number forty-five is correct.
2: Nice,
0: Jordan. Yeah, Jordan wore forty-five. Also wore forty-five in his uh, failed baseball. Well, you know, in his baseball career when he when he took oh, his he hiatus. Wore 45 on- That was the same number, yep. Yeah. Now, that's
1: in the panthers 42.
0: Now, bonus. Yeah, he said uh, there's 45. I don't know why I remember that. Um, Bonus question. uh, Game. This was game. Okay, I'm sorry. 1990. uh, On the road against the Magic, he had to wear another number. What number they was They lost it? his jersey or something? They stole his jersey. Somebody stole his jersey from the <laughs> locker room. So they had an emergency number with no name on the back, and he had to wear it for one game. It was less than 20.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I said 99.
0: That's incorrect. Brandy for the steal. Less than 20, If as long as you don't go over.
1: I'm going to guess my number, 11.
0: Wow! Almost, he wore number twelve, but I'm going to give you credit for that anyway. Give yourself ten wait, wait, wait. points. Wait, wait a Why do you get credit for that? Because I give him credit. I give credit where credit is due. He wore number twelve. That was the emergency number. Incidentally, one more thing about forty-five. He wore it all year, Pierre, when he came back from mm-hmm. retirement, and then he switched after game after they lost game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Because Nick Anderson made a joke about 45 not being 23. And then he came back the next oh. game and we're 23 and they won. and they
2: <laughs> I mean, oh. way, to, way, to be, way to be smart about it, Nick Anderson.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Number two, 1982, Michael Jordan hit the game winner. Was not the final shot or the final play of the game. Freddie Brown came over half court. I can remember this. And yeah. threw the ball away. Let's go to Pierre. Who did he throw it away to the The famous Showtime Laker?
2: Yeah, James Worthy.
0: How about that James Worthy oh he is God, correct. Brandy looks like she had James I Worthy. Not,
1: I did not have James <laughs> Worthy. I had no
0: idea. <laughs> well, James Worthy, uh, as you know, went on to play with the Lakers – he was fouled after they threw that ball away. Missed two free throws, and Georgetown actually got off another shot, and they still missed it. But everybody, yep. everybody remembers Michael Jordan's shot. All right, question number three: Michael Jordan's middle name. Anybody care to venture a guess? He would fit well in the Scarpello family.
2: Uh, I have, I have, I had. Now I, I crossed out. I put down Thomas. I crossed it out, and then I think his father's name was James, so I put James. I I put the exact
1: same thing. I was going to say ironically with, um, yeah, James. I
0: had that. It's very close, but incorrect. Jeffrey, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I think his son might name me Jeffrey. He has a couple Uh. of boys. I was trying Uh. to make these things kind of. I remember a lot of this stuff, but sometimes with these quizzes, I go a little bit too far, you know, a little bit too deep. Anyway. This is a good example of a question number four, 89 Eastern Conference Finals. Now, everybody's seen this play, right? He hits the game yeah. winner. He turns around. He's jumping up and down. He's pumping a fist. Brandy, who does he hit the game winner over? I don't
1: remember who, but he was a white guy. And he's he a very good defender. I, I swear I'm so bad at names. But Close I mean,
0: enough. Yeah. What color was his hair? What, what color <laughs> was his hair? It
1: was like a light brown.
0: Yes. Thing. Yes, I'm going to give it to you. Thank you. I'm going to give Craig Elo to you based on that description. You would have been able to pick him out of a lineup. The police would have been able to track him down based on that description. And Michael Jordan certainly took care of business over Craig Elo. Craig Elo, yeah. He was a big 6'5 guy. And remember, and that was just one of the stories in Last Dance, right, Pierre? Who was supposed to guard him?
2: Well, at the timeout, they, they said that uh, Harper, his future teammate, yeah. was supposed to be covering him because he was the right. best defender on Jordan, and they came out of the timeout, and Jordan's like, oh, Elo's covering me, and he knows he's going to win the game. He knows it. He knows that he's going he's gonna to make the shot over Elo, and he does. And Harper, in the interview, 30 years later, is still pissed off. He's still pissed off that he didn't get. Although to cover
1: I will Jordan. say, I will say, my husband and I were watching, and we both agreed. If you really watch it, he, he, ELO played good defense. I mean, oh, yeah. Jordan was yeah, just, it wasn't yeah, you know, it wasn't bad. He just hung in the air so long, yeah. no one would be able to. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. No, yeah. he was an ultimate one-on-one guy. It just was. You couldn't stop him when he was when he was on his game. All right, so let's go to final quizzo. Uh, everybody got about. I'm going to give uh brandy 40 points and uh pierre how many points how many questions did you get correct
2: i got three out of four and i get the bonus if you're giving me a bonus for naming harper as the other guy but otherwise i got three out of
0: four. okay so we're tied going into final quiz give your so right. both 40 points apiece for this final quiz question and of course i have to get the uh knockoff music ready
2: So you have to put down how many points you're wagering first. Don't tell us. Don't tell you, but
0: you have 40 points to wager. Oh, that's right. Thank you. I I didn't didn't, didn't explain that part. You can bet. bet That's what makes this so exciting, Brandy. You can bet up to 40 points. Okay, final question. Don't reveal. We'll ask you how much you you bet later. In the 1984 draft, Three of the first five players are NBA Hall of Famers. Michael Jordan is one. Name the other two. Hint. One was a part of Fly Slamma Jamma, and the other was known as the Round Mound of Rebound.
2: To the Pirate of Music. Hold on. (laughs)
0: I really can't wait for that letter to come in the mail cease and desist Josh Garpello that's
2: when we know we've
0: arrived oh my gosh when when somebody sues you now you know you're doing something right okay Well, this has really been a great time with Brandy, and we appreciate it. Heading into final quizzo. We were tied for this question, 1984 NBA draft. Three of five players ended up in the Hall of Fame. One was Michael Jordan. Um, Name the other two. Let's go to Brandy. She looks like she knows. First of all, Brandy, before you reveal your answers, how much did you wager? All All in. All in.
1: All in.
0: God, for the no, responses Lord. of the two other Hall of Famers.
1: Charles Barkley.
0: That's correct. That's
1: all I got. I can't. Ah! See it <laughs> oh. I'm
2: honest. Hey. How about how about as a how about as a bonus, you know, Jordan went third. The guy who went second is not in the Hall of Fame. Who what team didn't pick Michael Jordan at two? and who
1: did they pick I'm telling you my husband always said I'm a player not a not a fan if I can Pierre play-
0: this is a, this is a generational thing brandy is far too young she knows of michael jordan but let's be honest she did not grow up in that era okay um, no it was not you're right the round mound was picked by our philadelphia 76ers pierre do you know who was taking number 1 that year Probably do.
2: Number one was Akeem, the Dream Olajuwon. The
0: Dream, yep. Akeem. And number the dream. two
2: by the Portland Trailblazers was Sam Bowie Sam out Bowie. of Kentucky.
0: You know why? So he actually,
2: didn't have a terrible career, but was obviously not Michael Jordan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I took? You know what I took? That, why they took Bowie? Because you can't teach they already height. Had
2: Brexler, right?
0: Yeah, you can't teach height. That's why.
2: Well, uh, and and the and the other rationale was that they had Drexler on the team already, and they're like, we already have a two guard. Yeah, well, Why do we need another?
0: One? I guess that's true. And then Sam, um, I looked this up. Sam uh, it was Bowie, and there was another Sam that was number four. I don't know if you have that in there. That I don't
2: know. I don't know who went, but it's between Barkley and Jordan. Then
0: anyway. Brandy Millis, thank you so much for listening to our ridiculous musings about life and sports. And-
1: Loved it. And I did want to say, of course, Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. But um, also, thank you so much. I know we hear it every day, but you can't say it too too many times. Thank you for all of our essential workers and Doctors and nurses and everyone who is really playing their part in just helping us get through um, this time. so needed to say that wanted to say that and um, and I appreciate you having me.
0: No, it's been our pleasure and um, hopefully we'll have you back again sometime um, i would I would usually challenge Pierre to some sort of way off you know some weight challenge in the spring because <laughs> we both kind of <laughs> like bears get fat over the winter, but I'm so far ahead now because, yeah, because of be you, you, it wouldn't be fair.
2: Actually, it would be my it'd be my advantage now because I would be I could lose more now that you've lost all this weight. Yeah,
0: well, you think that, but I could gain like ten pounds in like a weekend. All right, <laughs> so don't don't make me do that. Brand, <laughs> no, Randy Millis, no, thank you so much. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Have you, a great Brandy. day. Thank you, thank you, guys. And we'll see, I'll see you if I'm still alive. I'll see you Monday morning for our training session. <laughs>
1: Sounds
0: good. See ya. During the quarantine, Jose Pistolas is offering a simple menu for a simple time. Go to josepistolas.com and check out the simple menu. Whether you are craving burritos, tacos, nachos, or beer, yes, beer, curbside pickup and delivery are available. Call Jose's today at 215-545-4101. Jose Pistolas, serving the community and satisfying cravings, that's 215-545-4101. Justice for All has been brought to you by the Law Offices of Scarpello and Latour. Our attorneys are available 24 hours a day seven days a week. Call us today at 215-732-0460 or visit us on the web at www.phillybestdefense.com.